0: to the Blue Roads Changemaker Podcast. I'm Patty Talbot, CEO and co-founder of Blue Roads Education Group. In this series, you'll hear reflections about what it means to be a homegrown changemaker. We focus interviews around the Blue Roads mantra, Homegrown Solutions for a Patchwork World. Our guests are amazing change makers, solutionaries and social innovators who've taken the path from local citizen to global change maker and or from global citizen to local change maker by working to change the system that creates the world's most challenging issues close to home and around the globe. I ask participants to tell us about their origins, how they've engaged with others different from themselves, how they work to create solutions, and how they've used these experiences to make the leap to changemakers addressing the UN Sustainable Development Goals. As their host, I try hard to take myself out of the conversation as much as possible, so you won't notice the typical back and forth of the interview process. I hope this will help you to hear their stories as a complete narrative that addresses all four quadrants of the Blue Roads changemaker journey, homegrown solutions for a patchwork world. Every effort to create a better world takes substantial energy as well as resources. Lisa Riggs has come up with a creative solution to fundraising that is helping changemakers reach their goals in a fun and engaging manner by selling something everyone needs at one time or another. socks Listen in to Lisa Riggs' amazing changemaker story. everyone. I am excited today to have another exciting changemaker with me. This is Lisa Riggs and I met Lisa through LinkedIn. One of those wonderful connections that kind of bubbled to the top because I was following uh, some of what she was doing and read a really inspiring story. So we connected and she agreed to come and uh, talk about her work as a changemaker in the world. She is CEO and SOP Queen, but I'll let her tell you what that means and what her company and her work are all about. And after you introduce yourself, Lisa, you can just dig right into talking about where you were grown and who your people are and how that influences who you are today. So the floor is yours, Lisa Riggs.
1: Thank you, Patty. I appreciate the opportunity to be here and speak about speak to the change makers and hopefully help make a difference in the world. So thank you. As you said, my name is Lisa Riggs. I'm a native Californian, very rare actually, born and raised in San Jose. My people really are my family. There we have about 50 family members in the bay area. And, and so it really keeps me here. I think how they make me who I am. I was thinking about we're actually a family of immigrants. We're Italian and or French and um, my grandfather came into San Francisco from Italy in the early 1900s and he ended up starting his own company in his garage. He started a jam and jelly company in his garage and he grew it, he and his partner. And he and his partner grew it, turned into a company where they, they employed hundreds of people. Um, my dad came into the company when my grandfather got ill and ran it from there. And so thinking about that, I, I think I'm, I was born into this family of entrepreneurs and it's, it's really what led me to start this company as well. And entrepreneurs who were, who were trying to make a difference, not only for our family, but for our communities in different ways. My, my grandfather and my dad have employed from all backgrounds of all ethnicities and gender and, um, and just trying to you know, help contribute to their families and, and make, make, you know, uh, build a community out of a, a workplace. Spirit Socks USA is the name of my company. I started it when I was running our after-school sports program. I was on our education foundation. I was running the after-school sports program at the middle school. And I was trying to figure out a way to continue parent contributions because the program itself was about 90% funded by parent contributions. And while the parents were happy to donate in the fall when their child was playing their first sport, by the time it got to be winter and spring and they're playing their third sport, donations were falling down, you know, were decreasing and yet we still had to pay the same amount because we still had an athlete. So that's where I came up with the idea for socks and using those as a fundraiser, and we could use them as well as a uniform. And because I had been so involved with the schools in the community for so long, I saw donations from people I had never seen before. We sold 200 pairs of socks in five weeks and had people clamoring for more. And so... And and the, the one of the really nice things, the community building that came out of this, as I had many families come to me and say, they would buy, they would sponsor, or, you know, they wanted to make sure everybody had a parent. So they would sponsor those kids to, um, to make sure that everybody had a parent. So we had scholarship type of thing. The reason I kind of got into that is when I decided, when I was deciding, should I make this a business? I have an idea. I hope it's a good one. Should we turn this into a business? My kids were 13 and 15. And I thought, I kind of thought succeed or fail. This is a good example to set for my children is I have an idea and I'm going to work hard and I'm going to go after it. And then we will see, you know, and then like I said, succeed or fail, at least I showed them that I tried and I put in an effort. And so trying to kind of grow that, I, and I found a solution. I, I you know, the socks offer a fundraising solution to a lot of commu- different communities, whether it's nonprofits or schools or even sports teams or events. And, um, one of the things we're seeing is that the health and wellness guidelines are getting very strict in a lot of States. I'm in California. And so California in particular, so these organizations that have relied on their restaurant nights or their chocolate or their popcorn, all of a sudden they can't do this because it's not, it's not healthy deemed by the state. And so I come in and I joke that the socks are gluten-free and, you know, and, and, but, (laughs) but We offer this as a solution for them, and it's something. Also, I work with a lot of schools that are Title IX and in lower economic circumstances because it's practical. People wear socks every day, so we offer this solution. So, back to my children and starting the company, I felt like just showing them going after an idea, trying to make the world a better place, trying to help people, not being in it only for the profit. Like it's, I'm, I'm truly in it to help organizations raise money, and it's it's my favorite part of this company is just the organizations that I'm able to work with across the country and help, you know, help them raise money for newborns or to prevent teen suicide or, um, or for a school that doesn't have sports equipment. And so we run a soft fundraiser and now they, now their kids can, you know, have the new uniforms that they really need and those kinds of things. We're still in the middle of a global pandemic. And now with the black lives matter movement that we're, you know, we're, we're seeing, we're, we're having conversations that we weren't having before and we're having them every day now. And so the way I've always been raised, I, I never felt like I was less than or not deserving because I was a female. I, it never made sense to me. I, I'm smart. I am strong and I can be a leader and there's nothing wrong with that because I'm a female, cause I'm not a male. And so I've always, always fought and strove for equality and and in that equal I feel like equality for all. I, I work with, like I said, all all cultures, all economic levels to try to really help. And and what I try to do when I when I work with the different communities is I try to listen because everybody's community is very different, their needs are very different. And I would not pretend to know what's going to be successful or you know, or how to help them meet their goals without them telling me. So it's something I feel that's very important. Um, and that patchwork, our, our world, our country is a patchwork of people from unique backgrounds. And that's actually what makes it beautiful, right? You can learn so much from these people just by listening and we can grow together with that. And and so I do, I try to use the company. I, I say to like, like trying to change the world one sock at a time. And so it has enabled me to... And a sock may sound small, but it's really, it's enabled me to work with people like like Matthew, who's the 13-year-old that you saw on LinkedIn, who for five years has had a nonprofit where he's been filling backpacks of food for his fellow students who don't have enough food for the weekend. And so these, these students take home these backpacks. And Matthew's gone, he's up to 9 million pounds of food a year that he, he gets the donations and, and, and then is able to feed, he's feeding more and more families. And he's just, he's making an impact. He's changing the world. And I'm so lucky that he likes socks. And so they reached out to me because they wanted to use the socks as a fundraiser to help them raise more money to buy more food. And I just, I, I never thought socks would get me there, but I think it's a good lesson to us in, like, in whatever we're doing. Sometimes something that doesn't seem like it can connect, it, it does. Socks connected me to Matthew, it connected me to these amazing nonprofits. And it helps us make a difference in, in every community. I have worked with nonprofits um, all over the country, small nonprofits. I mean, one of them is trying to provide a burial for, for children that were born preterm and didn't survive um, in, in a state. And, and so she's working, she raises money to, to work with those families to be able to bury their, their babies that didn't survive. And, and then I worked with a foot, a woman's football team who's in a, in Minnesota and we did socks for their uniforms. And, and so like, it just, it can run the gamut of, you can make a difference in the worst times of someone's life with, by, you know, by helping raise money and, and the socks can do that. But, and also we can make a difference in the, in the fun things and the times, the things that we celebrate, we can go cheer on a woman's football team and you know and have fun and then they have you know and then and you can wear the socks that they're wearing on the field and you all cheer together but uh, you know helping them raise money so this can continue and they can they can get more women involved here i work with multiple world uh, multiple down syndrome organizations world down syndrome day is march 21st and they celebrate with crazy socks and so it's just a perfect fit for us and so i've, I've worked with multiple down syndrome organizations across the country to make their own customized socks that they, um, they then wear, how they celebrate, usually they celebrate in different ways, um, but they wear them, they sell them to raise money. And so one Down Syndrome organization in particular in Texas, they had their members design the socks. So they drew the designs, we digitized them, they approved it, and then we turned it into socks. And so we actually took their members' drawings and made socks for them out of those that they were able to celebrate World Down Syndrome Day with. And you know the difference that that can make in someone's life. It it just like I said, it's a sock. It's a small thing, but for that that you know person who you know with Down syndrome that designed this sock to then be able to wear it, it it just it's a gift. I like I said, it's something I never expected when I started this company. It's it's just been a gift and an honor to be able to work with with people all over the country to to help make a difference, whether it's small or large. You know we're working on the large one, but the baby steps get us. Those small victories, they make the progress, right? It's not going to be one huge jump. It's going to be step by step. And so those little things make our our victories every day. I'm thinking as a female entrepreneur, like, you know, don't be afraid to go after your dreams. Don't be afraid to take chances. I certainly have made my mistakes. Um, And I think the most important thing I've done is I allow myself a pity party when I have a failure. I I allow the pity party for, I try to keep it to 24 hours and then I get up, dust myself up and go back to it. And I think learning from those lessons is is the only way we're going to progress and move forward and, and, um, and supporting each other. I, I'm in multiple organizations with other female entrepreneurs because we, um, the more we support each other, the stronger we'll be together. Mm
0: thought that a sock company could change the world. It wasn't really something that occurred to me either until I met Lisa online and heard the stories of how her socks were helping change makers turn their dreams into a reality. Can you see how socially-minded entrepreneurs like Lisa, using United Nations Global Goal No. 9, Industry, Innovation, and Infrastructure, have the potential to impact all the other goals? By creating opportunities for those working to overcome poverty, hunger, inequities to earn the funds they need to move their initiatives forward, Lisa and people like her are creating the kind of direct and indirect support that it will take to bring all the goals to fruition by 2030. Get in touch to let us know about your own work to realize the global goals. At Blue Roads, We, too, are working to support these goals by cultivating changemakers with the skills needed to reach them by the year 2030. Our Changemaker U course is one way we're working to do that. Learn more about the course by getting in touch at blueroadseducation.org. Thanks for tuning in to the Blue Roads Changemaker podcast. We hope you'll follow our work and learn more about how you can get involved and start your own changemaker journey at www.blueroadseducation.org. We'd love it if you could subscribe to the Blue Roads Changemaker podcast and give us a rating on iTunes so that others can find us too. This also helps to elevate the voices of the amazing changemakers you're learning about in our series.